Welcome to Be The Scandal, the sacred rebellion of being your authentic self. I'm your host, Danny Hickman. Welcome to this episode all about boundaries. I'm a self-proclaimed boundary badass, boundary queen, boundary boss, some might argue boundary bitch. Either way, (laughs) no matter my title, I really love boundaries. They feel really good to me. I love setting them. I love embodying them. And I love supporting other people, clients I work with, friends, whoever I'm talking to in their own boundary setting. Now, I wish I could tell you that I've always been this way, but (laughs) I am a continual work in progress because I actually used to be extremely codependent. And I still have some codependent parts that I have to lovingly redirect and say versions of, oh, honey, we're not doing this anymore. But I have come a long way, and I think I can really embody the title of a boundary badass right now. If you're anything like me, boundaries used to come really difficult for me. When I would think about setting a boundary, I would think it was me being a bitch It was me being insensitive. It was me being selfish. I had all of these narratives about what actually boundaries were and what they said about me. I was really caught up in how other people would feel and think about the boundaries that I was setting. And I would quickly self-abandon my own needs, desires, my yeses, my nos, all for the sake of keeping the peace and keeping everyone around me happy. As you can probably imagine, (laughs) this isn't actually sustainable. It's not sustainable individually and personally whenever we continuously self-abandon and avoid setting boundaries, and it's not conducive for our relationships. This might seem like a pretty silly example, but I just think of early in my 20s how I didn't really know how to tell people no, and so they would ask me to come to a lot of different events, and I would be a yes woman. I would say yes, 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 and then the time would come, I would not want to go, so either I would no-show or I would say, oh, something came up, and I would give a little white lie, which I hate admitting, but I've done a lot of work on that, and I no longer do that anymore. Because really, the truth of the matter was I didn't know how to be present in my no, I don't want to come, and I didn't know how to express it, and I didn't know how to hold space whenever I said a no to someone and they maybe had a reaction to it. I would live out of integrity, which means I was disconnected from my inner desires that wasn't connected to how I was moving through the world. I would say yes when I meant no, or I would come up with an excuse or a lie whenever I actually wanted to get out of it. So what happens when we do that is we don't really build trust. We don't build trust within ourselves and our parts, and we don't build trust within our relationships. We come off as flaky. We come off a lot of different ways that, for me, are not the ways that I want to come off. I want people, when they interact with me, to know, oh, I can trust what Danny says, whether it is, yes, I'm going to be there, or no, I can't come, so that my relationships are actually more intimate and more authentic. That is really valuable to me. But it took me some time to get from this person who was living out of integrity and saying yes when I wanted to say no to now. Whenever I'm really checking in with myself, I'm seeing if it's a yes, if it's a no, if there's a conscious compromise I can come up with in my body that feels good to me and expansive and communicating that. I think part of the journey is recognizing What are those symptoms of not setting boundaries? For me, one thing that comes up really quickly is resentment and anger. When I would say yes, when I really wanted to say no, I would feel really annoyed and upset and I would totally put on the other person. I'm like, 
don't they know how busy I am? Don't they know how tired I am with work? And I would say narratives like that, like it's someone else's job to take care of me. I have a hard truth. Y'all, no one's coming to save you. No one's coming to be your boundary fairy that makes sure people know what your boundaries are. Our job is to set our boundaries and to maintain our boundaries. So if you're finding this, like you're feeling resentful or, or upset after an interaction with someone, ask yourself, where was that boundary I needed to set and I didn't set? What was that boundary? Or how was my boundary crossed and what did I need to say in order to support myself in maintaining that boundary? Because there's boundary violations there. If we're feeling that way after an interaction or after an experience with someone. So I love starting there and looking at like, what are those boundaries I haven't said, I haven't spoken into, or haven't maintained and kept, and then how am I feeling? And then I think the other part is really learning, and this is again something that will grow and expand and be fine-tuned the more you do it, is what do your boundaries feel like in your body? How do you know what your yes and your no and your desires are? So then you can eventually speak into them. And this is really an embodiment practice. It's coming back to your body learning the language of your body, becoming literate in what your body is actually communicating. And here's the cool thing is your boundaries can shift and change. I think of recently I did a retreat and it was a three-day retreat and I was so tired after. It was really expansive, but also really tiring. So my boundaries that following week were a lot different than a typical week. I said no to a lot of things. I said yes to a lot of rest. And that looked a lot different than my normal day-to-day boundaries that would show up especially with work or friends or my partner. And if I wasn't tuned in with my body, and if I didn't know how to honor what my body was saying, so like this example, my body needed to rest. That was my boundary. I needed rest. That was what I desired. Then I would have overscheduled. I would have said yes to things that then I would have been upset and regretful or tired or even made myself sick because my body was so tired. I would have had a completely different experience. But because I know what my body's communicating to me and I know how to honor it, I feel really rested now. I was able to say no to things. I was able to get the sleep I needed. I didn't overextend my schedule and I really nourished myself. And I love that that word just came out of my mouth because this is really what boundaries are. They are self-nourishment and they are self-love. And boundaries come from a place of worthiness. That you are worthy enough to be taken care of, and you are worthy enough to speak your yeses, your noes, and your desires. And I think that's why it's really hard for a lot of us is one, we just don't have experience with boundaries, so it's a skill we just don't know. We don't know what our boundaries are because we don't know how to communicate them or how to even understand what our body is communicating to us. And we don't feel worthy enough to say no. We don't know how to anchor in our worthiness enough to be able to communicate. No, I actually don't want to do that. Thanks for thinking of me, but no thanks. You know, in an energy that is loving to ourselves and then also in that boundary setting, loving to that person that we're interacting with. We don't know how to do that. Boundaries have so many different layers. And in this moment, I just want to invite you of the things that I've said so far, just notice if any feel like they resonate with you. Anything that I said that felt like, oh, that's totally me. Or maybe even things that are like, oh, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure if that resonates with me. No matter what's coming up for you in this moment, we're just simply noticing what is here and what is present. 
going to invite you to do a little exercise with me. So if you're driving, please don't do this exercise, but save this episode so you can come back whenever you're no longer driving or moving a vehicle and you can come back and do this visualization. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a moment. I'm just going to place a hand on my chest and anchor in my body for a moment. I want you to shut your eyes. And in your mind's eye, in between your eyebrows, I want you to bring up a visualization or a representation of you. And then I want you to bring up a visual of a boundary surrounding you. Maybe it's a golden light. Maybe it's a bubble. Maybe it's just a circle around you like in sand. Just allow whatever comes up for you in the visual to be present as your boundary. Something to represent that boundary. Now I want you to imagine someone that you really love and you love spending time with and someone whose relationship with you feels really expansive. And I want you to imagine that this person is coming close to that boundary line and just noticing what it feels like in your body as that person comes close to your boundary line. Noticing any tightness, tension, sensation. And then I want you to just imagine that person crossing that boundary line and just noticing what it feels like in your body. And you might notice that, ooh, your system turns on a little bit. And that's okay, but just noticing what that feels like in your body. When you feel ready, I want you to imagine that person pulling back and then leaving this visual. Now I want you to imagine someone that kind of irritates you, someone you don't necessarily love. We don't want to drop into a trauma place right now, so just someone that's mildly annoying or you just get rubbed the wrong way within this relationship. And I want you to imagine them coming into the visual and getting closer to your boundary line. And I want you to notice what it feels like in your body as this person comes close to your boundary line. And then I want you to imagine that this person is sticking their arm out and crossing your boundary line and crossing into your energy. And now I want you to notice what that feels like in your system. When you feel ready, I want you to imagine that person pulling back their arm and then leaving this visual. And now I want you to check in again and notice what your system feels like as that person leaves this visual and you are there alone, surrounded by your boundary line. And when you feel ready, I invite you to notice your feet on the floor, maybe wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, and I want you to just open your eyes and come back to the room. And I invite you, if you want to pull out your journal and reflect on this experience, maybe now, if you want to pause the episode, or if you want to reflect after the episode, I definitely invite you to be introspective here. Introspective into what did that feel like to one, set your boundary line, to notice what that feels like, and then to have that person that you love and that you're close to come close to your boundary line and even cross the boundary line. And then what was it like to have that person that you don't really like to come close to your boundary line and cross your boundary line? I really love these visualizations because they are a great way to start understanding the language and communication of your body. They're really great at enhancing our body literacy so that we can understand, ooh, that feels expansive for me when that person's close to me. Or, ooh, that makes me feel like I want to close in on myself when that person's coming towards me and crossing my boundary. There's a lot of really great information here. 
And whenever we're moving forward in real life and trying to set our boundaries, I invite you to check in with your body. Does it feel expansive? Does it feel like your heart's open? Does it feel like a hell? Yeah, I want to go and do that. Does it feel exciting, expansive? Or does it feel restrictive, constricting, like you're falling in on yourself or like you need to protect yourself? Is it a no? And understanding what do those yeses and nos feel like in your body so that you can move forward in communicating those yeses and nos. And one of the hardest things about boundaries is the purpose of a boundary is to help you feel safe, help you feel honored and anchored in your yeses and your nos and your desires, not necessarily to be accepted by the other person. Because people might think your boundaries are pretty cuckoo. They might not agree. And that's okay. That doesn't mean we have to go back on our boundaries because someone's like, I don't understand why you're saying that. That doesn't make sense to me. Or this is stupid. Why are you saying no to this? Or they're shaming us. That actually has given us a lot of information about that particular person and the dynamics of your relationship, that maybe there's some codependency there and that there's some conditional love happening. So this is really important to remember that boundaries are for you and to help you feel safe and People don't need to accept your boundaries or understand them. It's up to you to follow through with them and to maintain them. And I think this is a podcast episode for a different day, but also this is an invitation for you in the receiving of boundaries and boundaries that you don't understand of how do you honor and witness someone's boundaries and give yourself space and support yourself and what that boundary means for you. Because boundaries are just information. They're communicating someone else's yeses, nos, and desires. And they are giving us that information. Like one time I had a boundary given to me and I didn't agree with it. And it was saying, hey, I'm going to talk to you in a few months about this. And I thought, well, okay, I see that's what you need. You need that time. But actually, I don't think I need that time. When that time elapses, I don't think I need to talk about it anymore because I'm going to go to therapy and work it out. That's a quick example of how other people's boundaries can inform us and how we want to move forward. What are our boundaries based on their boundaries? Boundaries are a way to create safety within ourselves, to anchor within ourselves, anchor within our self-worth and say, I care about myself enough to take care of me. And this episode is being recorded pretty close to Christmas. So notice if when you're listening to this, You have some ideas of boundaries you want to set coming up or some scenarios within interactions with your family or people that you know that you're maybe not wanting to do and you're wanting to set a boundary, but maybe you're not. I'll invite you to be curious into why aren't you setting those boundaries? What are you afraid might happen if you do set the boundaries? What are you afraid will happen if you don't set boundaries? And really be curious into What parts of you might need support in setting boundaries? Because a lot of us are really afraid to let people down or afraid people will be angry if we set the boundaries, are afraid we can't hold it if someone has a big reaction to our boundaries. And people might have big reactions to our boundaries. They might not understand it and they might be really mean about it, right? And at the end of the day, if someone is having that kind of reaction, I want you to know and I want you to remember that you have the right to take care of yourself. You are worthy of respect. And if you feel like you're having an interaction with someone that is really disrespectful, abusive, shaming, manipulative, gaslighting, you have the ability and it is completely okay to say, I'm no longer going to engage in this conversation in the way that we're talking to each other. I'm going to leave. 
you might have to set another boundary to support that first initial boundary that you set. And that is completely okay. And if that feels really scary to you, that is okay. That is where you are right now. But just notice that there's probably some younger parts that feel like, oh, I can't do that. I can't set that boundary. And that is really great information for you because that is a great place to start of how do you support your parts and feeling safe enough to set boundaries. If you know what your boundaries are, if you know how it feels in your body of what you need to do, what feels expansive, that next step then is how do you support your parts and feeling safe doing that? And that is your job. It is no one else's job to caretake your boundaries and make sure that you feel safe in it. You have to do that for yourself. No one's coming. And I mean that with love. And I know there's some grief with that. That is a hard truth, but it is true nonetheless. And I want to encourage you here too. Boundaries are rebellious, especially when we've been engaging with people in a codependent way of relating. We are going off script when we start setting boundaries. We're going off our own script, the way that we're used to moving through the world, and also the way that is predictable for those other people to expect how we're going to show up. And so that elicits a lot of reactions. So just honoring that in this whole process as we're changing how we're relating and knowing that you can shift and change the way that you're relating to be more conducive for your expansion and your health and your wellness. You are deserving of setting boundaries. You are worthy of setting boundaries. And you are worthy of nourishing yourself in whatever way feels expansive for you. And with whatever boundaries feel most in alignment. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Be The Scandal. If you like what you heard, don't forget to click subscribe so that you can join in on the sacred rebellion of being your most authentic self.